0: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> welcome to Collision Cast. Uh, today, I have Ashley with me, who is our lead artist, and she and I are going to be talking about what she is designing for the company, or I always say the company, but it's really more of the project um, and the team. Um, but hi, Ashley. How are you? Hi,
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm I'm hanging in there, uh, getting through the day. Yeah. Things have been pretty easy for you.
1: So far, On the
0: personal yes. side, have you how's work been?
1: It's pretty good. It's busy, but it's good.
0: You're teaching now, right? Oh, if that's something you yeah. want to talk about, I can edit it out if you don't.
1: I don't mind.
0: Um, you enjoy teaching. was teaching what you wanted to do, or is this something that you're just doing right now?
1: For the moment, just for now. Okay. I, it's it's definitely fulfilling work. And it's helping me grow as an artist, but it's just I could see it as a temporary thing at the moment. But maybe it'll grow into something. We'll see down the road.
0: Okay, I can I can completely understand that. Waiting waiting to see if it's something that you like, um, but planning just in case it's not. Teaching's probably yeah. very fulfilling. I've never I've never been a teacher, but uh, I've taught people oh. small things, and that was always a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's nice to see, like, how you can impact someone. You know, that may sound <laughs> a bit uh, egotistical <laughs> in a way, but...
0: No, I, no, I, that, nice. <laughs> that doesn't sound egotistical at all. Yeah, teaching is is more of a, um, well, it's a twofold thing because you want to see what you can teach somebody and then you also are, are seeing what you understand down to the fundamental level all the way to the expert level
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah because a lot of people say that if you can if you can teach if you can teach really complex concepts to people that don't understand anything to do with the concept that you're talking to that Mm you that you fully understand something yeah because if you're just word vomiting no one's going to understand, but if you can be like, oh, no, well, it's actually like this, and you can use similes and metaphors and stuff and get it down to that basic level. So it helps you master those concepts.
1: Yeah. And once you know how to teach someone to do something, I feel like I understand it even better. It's one of those things where, yeah, like you said, if you explain, if you can explain it to someone, then you've got it down pretty, pretty good.
0: That's good. That's good. I mean, I, yeah, I don't really have much to add on that. Um, has it? Have you felt like it's uh, improved your skill as a writer? Or sorry, I said a writer, but I meant an artist.
1: Artist. Yeah, I think it has, especially because even though I'm teaching, I also learn from my students. So things that they do rub off onto me like they they even teach me things that improve me as an artist and the more I teach the more I'm learning that and gathering new techniques and learning more about just art in general the fundamentals and all that good stuff yeah
0: I feel like it, the, there are so many fundamentals when it oh I'm sorry I interrupted you no you're good um, I feel like there's so many fundamentals in art that you really can't ever learn everything and then once you do it's then then it's time to break the rules anyways mm. so now you have to learn how to do that
1: yeah gotta learn the rules before you can break them that's definitely the first thing my my professors would tell us
0: yeah th- that's what um that's what all of my art well all my art all my uh English and writing teachers taught me growing up yeah. was that you basically need to understand How the the sentence is supposed to be structured so that way you can break it properly
1: Yeah
0: Which which leads me to um How how did you learn how to do art Did are you I know you're not fully self-taught but How far would you say you got in your personal development before school got involved?
1: Yeah I Because Just like any artist, it starts out like as a kid, you like watch a show or you have like a favorite character from something and you just, you go home to your little room, you just start doodling that character, you start drawing them, like you start gathering materials and just trying to recreate what you see. I think Mm -hmm. that's when it really started for me because I would just draw all the time and I didn't realize that that was something I'd want to do as I grow up until high school. That's when I took my first art class. And that's when I started learning about the fundamentals and all the different mediums and just started broadening my knowledge about art. And I started to realize like, oh, I actually really like art. This is pretty cool. And I, that's when it started to grow. But It was those few years before then that I really kicked it off. Just being involved in media. And that really evolved my art, the love for art that I have.
0: What was your um, What was your character or TV show?
1: Oh, I, I think the very first one it was the Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Ahsoka Tano. She was the one character that I fell in love with, and I used to draw her on like lined notebook paper at school and at home. And then it, after that, it was Alice in the Menace Returns. Go ahead. That I'm sorry. I thought you were done. That I remember drawing art for. Oh, no, you're good.
0: <laughs> uh, it's funny that you mentioned Ahsoka Tana because that's uh, it's one of Sophia, um, for those listening, my wife. Uh, it's one of her favorite characters Is in it? Star Wars. Oh,
2: that's yeah, cool. Yeah, she, um,
0: <laughs> she pitched, because when I was watching watching Clone Wars growing up, uh, <laughs> I didn't really feel as attached to most people were to were to mm. it. Uh, And then I didn't really get the appreciation for it until I was an adult, Mm
2: -hmm. which I think,
0: which is for some reason, if the people who wrote that show are somehow listening to this, you guys really should have aired it in order. (laughs) I understand that it's an anthology series, bro. But wow, it's so much more confusing when you don't know what's going on. (laughs) Um, That's true. Yeah. So I only made it through like the first season. And then I was like, I'm not going to watch this show. I've got better things to do in my little kid life. So I went back and watched it as an adult, and yeah, like that show's really good. Anakin's mm-hmm. character development in that show is exqu- like I wanted to say exquisite, so I will just say exquisite. It's yeah. really good. Um, I, I agree. And then Ahsoka, <laughs> Ahsoka has a really good character arc. That, it, yeah, she she's a great character. I need to go back and watch that again. She she reminds me of like a, um, yeah. of like a less of a brawler version of. Katara or not Katara um Korra did you watch Legend of Korra
1: no I have not so many people have been telling me to watch it and I still haven't seen it It, it's it's hidden
0: miss. it's hidden miss. it depends on what you liked about Avatar yeah Uh, yeah because it's a it's a less how do how do you word this properly without getting destroyed on the internet
1: oh no Um, yeah you gotta choose your words carefully here (laughs)
0: Avatar is more character-driven than Legend of Korra, um, which is more Um, plot-driven. Aang, even though he's a reactive character, he's very active within those reactions. While basically everything happens to Korra. And that's the most that I'll say. Because there there are a lot of things within that show... Which, keep in mind, I watched that show when I was, like, 17, and then I rewatched it as an adult, so I never got to watch it as a kid. I had to watch it, like, when I already was becoming kind of a critic. So I kind of tore it apart from a a criticism perspective because of a lot of the decisions they decided to make. So for me, it's a very hit-or-miss show. With that being said, like, the first season is legitimately very good television. Um, The second... The second season, the first half, once again, like legitimately very good television. And then season three, same same thing. Like there's there's more good than there is bad. That's for sure. Okay. But then again, I have problems with Avatar. So.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, I I always get that noise from people. <laughs> um, you know what I don't have problems with your art. Mm. And the stuff okay, that you've been working good. on. <laughs> I'm glad you don't. <laughs> um, yeah, because c- that's the thing. Like, I'm overly critical when it comes to art, and especially when it comes to um, not not just digital art, animation, and animation yeah. writing within that animation. Because, like, to me, animation is like the pinnacle of how good art can get. Mm-hmm. Because it's a combination of everything that you learn as an actor combined with everything you can learn as an artist Mm -hmm. combined with everything you can learn as an animator. I know it's not one person, but those networks of people form this coherent person. And then you also have the, the writers underneath that. And then the character designers underneath that. It's just such a deep concept um, to get one episode of an anime out there. In this case, I'm referring to anime.
1: Yeah
0: um but yeah so um to date this video this is um this is filmed right around the same time as we released the otherworld king image um so let's talk about that let's talk about Mm. the the design that you came up with for the game because personally i'm interested in um what you were thinking of what your references were stuff like that when you designed the first set of Uh, Otherworld images, to be specific.
1: Yeah. Because when you told me Otherworld, I instantly started just trying to find references and inspiration for it. Because when you just hear the word Otherworld, of course I'm going to think of fantastical elements when it comes to Mm -hmm. designing the characters and the world building. One of the things I came across was something like a to put it into terms like a, like a froze frozen hellish kind of environment I guess for the other world is what I was thinking would be interesting to incorporate into these characters so when it came to the, the other world king I started think I wanted to make him of course look mighty because he's a king but also give him this like undead, kind of aesthetic where he's kind of like malnourished and just like deteriorating in a way. Mm -hmm. But then also the environment with the frozen landscape kind of also taking over and starting to form with him and everything just kind of started to mend together.
0: And uh, I remember you telling me about that when you first joined up um, with everyone. You mm-hmm. you basically told me that story there um, about how you came to the design. Because when I – see, th- the thing that I've learned the most when it comes to this is that what I have in my head is definitely not going to be the best thing. Because to me, when I said other worlds and I was designing other worlds, I had the idea of <clears throat> essentially these guys – have like technology and they Mm -hmm. they lived on a planet where gravity was really low so they were super weak and they had these suits that made them more more efficient but i was when i um when i assigned all of the archetypes to everybody i essentially gave you as little detail as possible to see what you would do and of course, your oh, design so did different. not. Yeah, so different from what I was what I was expecting. But yeah. once I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, but this has to work now because this oh, looks no. fantastic." <laughs> um, and I'm really glad I did because the story that I ended up writing based on that was so much better um, than what I was originally thinking.
1: I do and like the lore.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. Um, I'm very like I'm very into the world that they that they live in, and the consequences of what that what, what the king's actions are. So, um, yeah. So the king essentially tried to kill a god, and the consequences of that were that the god cursed him with its final breath, and the curse spread across its the king's entire race. The entire species that the the king mm-hmm. was a part of became cursed with endless ice essentially and the reason I did that is because like you had said the the whole thing ended up the whole world ended up revolving around the king and this this image that you had shown me and the way that he was sitting I was like he's he's decrepit on purpose or at least what he did to become decrepit um he's confident about the trade-off that he had and so I sat down for a really long time and I was like how does one survive while being essentially a frozen corpse without being George R.R. Martin yeah Um, which shout out to George R.R. Martin you wrote an incredible story for Elden Ring um I was wondering like what what would happen, and then that's that ended up being the story that I wrote. I essentially took my idea that I originally had and then changed it um with the idea that you had and merged mm-hmm. them together that way. So they were this technological species that had essentially reached the pinnacle of technology, Uh, spacefaring easily, uh, the ability to create a true vacuum, and then to go even further than that. And so many other technologies that they have that they essentially lose because of the decisions that one person makes. Well, it's a few people, Mm -hmm. but most of the species didn't have anything to do with that. And then once we got there... I pretty much was like, okay, so we have this greedy king. Yeah. What what's he like? What's he do? Why does he do what he does? And um, I had just started working that out when you had started working on Priestess, and that ended up lining perfectly mm-hmm. um, as we as we talked about with uh, with essentially what I was going to go with. Because with the banishing mechanic that the other worlds represent, them freezing things just wouldn't be enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that we have this soul-stealing creature that essentially worships the otherworld king, that, that really essentially gave me a scapegoat where oh, yeah. um, they they kill them and then steal their souls in order to continue keeping the otherworld king alive because it's his holy power that was ah, stolen yeah. that's keeping their race alive and if yeah. he, it runs out they all die
1: and that's pretty detrimental <laughs>
0: yeah if they don't keep I, I collecting think it's,
1: those souls
0: <laughs> yeah i think it i think it solves a lot of problems because yeah. why worship a, a guy who um well first off why follow a guy um, who essentially too. cursed your whole race even yeah. if he is a god. Um and the, the answer is they have no choice. Yeah. They will legitimately die. Of um, to Go ahead. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um So that's gonna that's gonna lead to a lot of really cool stuff. Um
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm keeping I'm keeping my mind a little closed on all the worlds that we've we're creating just because as I've seen in the past, if my if my memory or sorry, if my um, imagination runs a little too wild,
2: mm-hmm. I'll
0: influence you guys. And I only want to do that when you're asking to be influenced. Um, uh, did I tell you about uh, the design of go ahead?
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say a little direction is always good. And you do give us. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the stories and stuff help us.
0: Yeah. Um, the, yeah, because the way I see it, w- what I see in my head when I envision these guys doesn't have to be exactly what it is or even mm-hmm. close to what it is. As long as because 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 my expertise is world building and character design when it comes to the writing side Mm -hmm. of things, I'm really good at asking the questions that the reader would ask. Who is this person? Why are they there? Why are they doing the things that they're doing? Um, What are their motivations aside from that? And what do they like? Stuff like that. Um, And normally that's the best way to build a story. And then just ask yourself what world would facilitate that What set of situations would facilitate a character like that or to do it in the exact opposite way which you guys help out with a lot so in the event that i want to do it Mm -hmm. what's this world like um and how does that affect these characters the the art direction or sorry the the art creation process that we've taken so far is a, is a huge part of that. I'm mm-hmm. able to really extrapolate on what you guys give me. It, um, it, ma- it makes the whole process a lot easier, if I'm being honest, because you guys are really That's good, good at, at creating something and putting in all these little details into it. And I think the thing about artists... And this isn't a complaint towards artists, by the way. This is just where artists and writers differ. Um, Yeah. Artists don't think about how all those little details work most of the time because Mm -hmm. they're thinking about the whole picture. And please, if I'm wrong, feel free to call me out in the comments section. Or (laughs) Ashley, also feel free to call me out. Um, Art is more like a bird's eye view, while reading, or I'm sorry, while writing sometimes is the opposite, where you're you're going down and and you're almost describing what the sand tastes like. Um, but the, the good thing is that a project like this allows you guys to meet me in the middle and essentially inspire each other
1: mm-hmm. so <clears> because together,
0: exactly, exactly. And it, it's creating the best project that I've personally seen. Like, I don't know how other card games make their cards, I'm assuming it's a similar-ish process along the lines of they create a card or they create an image and they assign something to it. But I don't think there's that intimate connection between the person who draws the image and the person who writes the story Mm -hmm. behind the image and how those connect.
1: Yeah, because with the art, we're only capturing a certain moment in time of the character or the thing, subject matter. But with the writing and the lore, it really goes into depth more. Yeah, yeah, story. exactly.
0: Um, yeah, art the art essentially shows you what the beach looks like, and then the writing will essentially tell you why that beach is shaped that way. What within the world allows it to act, allows the creatures that live there to act that way, stuff like that. And people really enjoy stuff like that. Little, little intricate details of lore. Um,
1: Oh, yeah. I know you've
0: been playing Elden Ring, so I'm I'm sure you're the type of fan of that. You're a fan of that type of lore.
1: Yeah, it's all it's the story that really like pulls you in and it just keeps you like addicted to everything. it's interesting that you say that yeah
0: yeah it's interesting that you say that because um with that game in particular and i'm trying to take some of this design philosophy um Mm -hmm. with that game in particular most of the story is told by you asking questions yeah about the world around you yeah and so the way I like to describe, because I'm a for for those that are that are cringed by this, I'm a huge Souls fan. Like I'm a Souls Souls Born Till I Die type person. Um, <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with From Software yeah. because I was so busy. But then, like I heard that Elden Ring came, was coming out two days before it dropped, and I was like, "Wait, what?"
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: and I took oh a couple days gosh. off, and I was just like, "I'm playing this game. Like I have yeah. to get it out of my system, or I'm not going to be able to focus on anything." And I basically, yeah, for like twenty four hours straight, I did nothing but play Elden Ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's addicting.
0: It, it's a very addicting game. Um, it's 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 not as hard as I thought it was going to be, based on what everyone kept telling me. Um, mm. But then again, like you're probably running into this too. It's a Souls game where you have a jump attack, so like that just yeah. makes sense. Like, it, have, giving us an additional set of tools for a game like that changes a lot of things. Yeah. Which is um which is a great segue into what the point behind this whole thing. Um so essentially the way I want to do this is you guys draw me an image mm-hmm. and that image makes me wonder why. And the great thing about souls is that you can dig deeper to find out why 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 is the way that it is Mm -hmm. um or you can just marvel in your in your in your thought process behind what it could be yeah and there are there's a fan for that there's a fan for just the combat there's a fan for all that type of thing that's the that's the reason that elden ring is doing so well is because it's not, a, it's not a game for Souls players the way that everyone seemed to think that it was going to be. It's a game for video game enthusiasts. It's a yeah, game for so people that enjoy deep challenges, that enjoy deep lore, that enjoy deep worlds.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: <clears throat> I, I essentially am very happy that everyone's playing it because once I got into it, I was like, excuse me, I was going to tell everyone it's required to play
1: play (laughs) yeah
0: because um it's potentially the best game ever made i don't know if it's legitimately the best game ever made um i don't know if it's a masterpiece
1: right now though
0: yeah it it feels like it, it has the potential to be um and so my thing is learn from the best and this is the best storytelling game I've ever experienced, aside from maybe Bloodborne, and it's oh, the same company. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Bloodborne has probably my favorite story ever.
2: Yeah, that story
1: is really um, good. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm not even gonna mention anything about it. If you if you were just if you were just perked up your ears wondering oh best story ever go either play bloodborne right now or watch, watch a video of someone yeah. explaining how to uh, the story behind it because oh my god that game is so good um and you don't even realize how good it is until the end screen
2: mm-hmm.
0: well there are hints yep. well there are hints about what's going to happen but did uh did you get the true ending
1: no I watched someone uh, play, and I was playing. Okay. I only got like halfway through the game. I haven't touched it since because I don't have a okay. PlayStation. But
0: okay, well, um, do you care about spoilers, real quick?
1: Oh no, I I know what okay. happens, so
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, basically, when you become that thing, uh huh, I I I um I almost cried because like it's so poetic to think about.
1: Did you, yeah you.
0: Well, that that game does it the best, right? All these people, yeah. every like every enemy that you kill is basically asking you, "Why are you doing this?"
1: Yep. Like, what are
0: you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you here? <laughs> and there's there's one boss in the game where she literally asks you, "Like, why do you keep moving forward?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What what drives you? What gives you your will?" Yep. You just continue to mindlessly throw yourselves into these battles, because like she's aware of how many times she she, she kills you, and it's just incredible. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it's just this overarching really commentary good. and
1: the theme and
0: yes, oh yeah the um the world
1: it's is so beautiful. dark. And yeah, it's I love perfect that
0: style. for Lovecraft style um style fiction.
1: Yeah, the ROM stuff, their concepts for the bosses and the creatures, it's just crazy. It's so good. It's really yeah, inspiring.
0: They, they're masters of, of creature creation, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I've, I've come across so, some creatures in their games that I essentially just had to ask myself... Am I not a good creator? I never would have come up with this. <laughs> like the um the dung beetle things from Bloodborne and Elden Ring. Yeah. You, the little glintstone creatures. Yeah. They they are so cool. Like that's yeah. such a good idea. Like it would make sense. Like oh yeah, they're they're pushing around all this dirt and stuff and they're like magical creatures. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe there's knowledge in the dirt that they that they that they picked up. It's just so cool. Um yeah. but yeah I want to take I want to take their style of storytelling for sure because th- they're the masters of it I, I don't think anyone gets better like um, I'm a storytelling guy
2: mm-hmm. I
0: enjoy stories I critique things based on how good I think their stories are um, there are definitely quite a few things where my opinion is quite bad uh, hashtag chronicles amazing um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyways Um but my, my point is that they, they do this... They do the opposite of a bird's eye view. They essentially put a blindfold over your face and then just throw you somewhere. And then they take the blindfold yeah. off and they're like, have fun. Yep. And that's what you guys essentially do. And that's the main reason that we, we don't have... We're not going to have vanilla text on any of the cards. So for Magic the Gathering, if a card doesn't have an effect... There's a little little description box where you talk about, like, what the card can do. We're, mm-hmm. we're not going to have that. And the reason is because I never read that as a kid, and I'm a storytelling oh. guy. And, yeah, yeah, right? Um, <laughs> and, I was, and I never read that as a teenager. I read those as an adult, okay? So if the image doesn't tell me what's happening... Why is the text?
1: True. Yeah. And
0: if the text is telling me what's happening, why isn't the image supporting that?
1: Yeah, that too. That's what the art's there for. It's supposed to support. Exactly. What's exactly. being described. And then the description supports the art.
0: Exactly. So um, the best example... Um, did you find Morgat's? or sorry, Mar. Mar-, Mar- Margat's. Yes. Did you find Margat's shackle before you fought him?
1: Yes. No, okay. not before I fought him. It we was found like it after. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you missed the environmental storytelling on how to find that. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, um, you get pointed in a direction by an NPC at. A church right before you get to Marget. Mm. and they give you this little note and they're like hey uh market used to be contained um maybe somebody still has a piece of his shackle and it basically explains like oh it's like a magic shackle and <clears throat> when you find it it's in it's in what seems to be a really random place but if you're a from software fan You recognize patches, Mm -hmm. and you know patches always has something good. (laughs) So, um, you kill patches, and and then you get it, or uh, you don't have to kill patches. I always kill. I kill every single merchant I come across. I I kill every merchant I come across. I could
1: have spared him, but you know.
0: (laughs) But yeah, that's that's the, that's the, the process I want to go with. We you give them an image, Mm -hmm. so interesting that they want to look up why this is happening um or better yet which would make me super happy an artist or i'm sorry a writer comes along and looks at our images and is like there's no way this coherently connects as one story and then they're proven wrong Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because that would be the perfect way of doing this because the disjointed confusion of how does this world work would lead people to look into it more. And if how yeah. does this thing work is explained in that image, it'll be very easy to do that without annoying people. Because that's pretty much the, the mixture that you have to find is is the story in someone's face... Or is it there to be discovered? Or is it a combination of both?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So yeah, like, the world we have is, it's, it can go in any direction as long as we can write ourselves out of that hole. Yeah. And it's, it's not too difficult to do. It's just a matter of thinking outside the box and, and and asking yourself how could this make sense and and why does this make sense when it does make sense, yeah. and it's turned out very well at every every corner of the way. Um, Otherworld King, like he he's really great. Uh, it's to see things that I envisioned in my head come to life on a screen or on a card. On, on anything really with the art direction of like a true master like you like yourselves oh, no. um, is 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 great like it's yeah it's pretty much world-changing for someone like oh. me to to be in this situation because for a really long time I was just basically writing these stories and coming up with these ideas Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, this is a great escapist fantasy from my reality, and then now it is my reality, and not only is it my reality it's it's important to other people and yeah y- you have no idea how much that means to me oh, to see that you guys support this and that you want to be a part of this and as I've mentioned on quite a few of the other podcasts up to this point um I really appreciate you 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 taking a chance on this company because art, art's hit and miss sometimes. It, it could be one bad project leading you to having a bad reputation. I don't see that happening to any of you guys, even in the event that things do go belly up, given how skilled and well-connected you've gotten yourselves to this point. If anything, I see you being being more of an asset to me when it comes to acquiring support for the project
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but it does mean a lot to know that you're willing to do this because it's still new and yeah, it's there's a lot nice. of questions did you cut out I, I heard you start talking
1: oh no I was just saying okay. yeah I was really excited when you reached out to me about it
0: Did you, um, you saw yourself wanting to work on games. Did you have a preference for digital or physical?
1: Oh, no, I didn't have a preference at all. I was just, if I could do anything with games for like anything with concept art, it would be a dream come true. And that's basically what's happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, concept art now. The the great part is, and maybe, maybe I'm patting myself on the, on the back a little bit too much. Um, everything we make is concept art for another game.
2: Mm.
0: Because as long as there is interest in Collision, I want it to continue to be made. And I I do want to make the jump to 3D open world at some point in our lifetime. Um, that's going to be very far down the road. Yeah, but it would be... Yeah, it, no, I'm not trying to say like, oh, hey, we're working on this big game. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, do. it's going to be it's going to be a long, difficult. Oh, I wouldn't say so much. Well, it will be difficult, but it'll be rewarding along the way.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it's going to be a long process of getting there, but I have no doubt in my mind that we're capable of making it there. The drive and passion that everyone has and. <clears throat> um once again maybe patting myself on the back a little too much the <laughs> the um power and power is not the right word it's just the first word i thought of the potential yes the potential outreach that collision can have
2: mm-hmm.
0: is pretty big because we might be essentially cornerstoning, cornerstoning excuse me We might be trying to cornerstone a part of a niche market, but we have more use than that. Um, With the way that we have things planned, we can attempt to take the best aspects of all of the greats, which is essentially my plan when I was mentioning the Elden Ring style of storytelling. Mm -hmm. I basically want to take everything that we can learn from those games that inspired us and throw it into this one project. And then in the event that we can't throw it into this one project. Because it doesn't work. We still keep that in mind.
2: Yeah. And
0: move forward with that in mind. So to, to be less vague about what I'm trying to say. Is I want to make the perfect game. Even though that's impossible.
1: Yeah. And
0: to do that. You basically have to do it in so many tiny pieces that you basically don't even realize you're putting a puzzle together yet Mm -hmm. and the easiest way because my goal in life would be to make the greatest open world game of all time or at least be in charge of the team that made the greatest open world game of all time Mm-hmm. have my name attached to that project and yeah. and i'm not saying it like from a pride perspective i just want to be able to say like i made something this good something that's objectively really good and i do think i've said this a couple of times but i do think that collision has potential to be one of the greatest card games ever made um magic is pretty big Gi is pretty big so it's hard to make that um that accusation, without a considerable lifespan behind us. But I do think that it has the smoothest feel of any card game I've ever played. And I do think it's the most streamlined of almost any card game I've ever played. Once you get used to how things work, things work very well. So I've managed to attempt to do that when it comes to this game. And with your guys' help with the art, I will... I will get as close to that as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, a card game is nothing without you guys. I, I could make. Well, I mean, if I if I was making a crappy style on purpose, and that was the aesthetic, given that yeah. I would say that my art is crappy, no. um, you could definitely sell that.
1: It would work. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, ins- Inscription is the, the is the perfect options. example. One of my favorite games of all time. Um. <laughs> or oh that reminds me of Garbage Pail Kids anyways (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) do you oh you've seen those
1: yeah I have I did an art project a long time ago with that
0: (laughs) oh that's awesome um that's like my dad's that's like my dad's childhood thing like that's the thing he remembers more than anything else (laughs) is having a ton of Garbage Pail Kids cards
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um but anyway but um Story building, oh, building the perfect game. Um Yeah, I, I can't, I can't get anywhere close without excellent art, and you guys provide that, obviously. But oh. more than that, the the connections that we've formed as friends has made our project considerably better. Yeah. Um I, I at this point, I would definitely consider each and every one of you my friend. Yeah, um,
1: it's very closely knit, which is nice.
0: Yes. Yeah, we we communicate almost every day. We we talk about the project pretty much every day, Mm -hmm. and we're getting more and more consistent and concise. And that's really the recipe for the success that we're looking for. At this point, the only thing we need is to get better, and that's just something that we have to do every single day. And go ahead.
1: Yeah, just striving to do more and more each time everything we do yeah just putting our best into it and that's all we can do
0: yeah and make something that we would we ourselves enjoy yeah and I feel like that's something we do for sure
1: oh yeah um, I have been enjoying every single drawing I've been doing for this it's been a lot of fun and really good growing opportunity with them as well
0: that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, you you're definitely, it definitely is showing. Um, so, your first sketch, was great, um, and then oh, the next choice. one that you showed me where you were basically like, I'm gonna replace this because I don't I don't really <laughs> like it anymore. I was like, uh, I really don't want you to do that because it's so good. I kind of scared Uh-oh. you're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> and then you you came back with something that yeah. was even better, and I was like. I didn't know it got better
2: because <laughs> <'cause, laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah like it, it did it, it got better out um your your otherworld king design didn't change much between the two no which is yeah. what I'm talking about but what you added and like the little details that you put in there and, and the way that you uh you essentially repositioned him too yeah it it all was kind of perfect you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's like you and I had like a psychic moment for a second where we decided on, "Hey, this is what this guy's like,"
2: <laughs> no, that's um, true, yeah. <laughs>
0: and this is, how, is... this is how this uh, is how we're gonna make this look. Yeah, which which I thought was incredible. And then I, I had the same experience with Matt um, yeah. when he designed King Arthur. Because King Arthur looks nothing like what I expected King Arthur to look like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um it still looks great. I, I love the design. Yeah. He did an amazing job. But when I was looking at it, I was like, Oh, I'm so glad I didn't tell him about oh, King God. Arthur because because this is this is so good. Um it it's it's also timeless. You can't really place when he is in yeah. that era. Of medieval time because of the way that his his clothing is which i think he did an excellent job of doing
1: yeah i really like that piece
0: i'm very excited to put it on a card and and play it
1: (laughs) i can't wait to see all of them together (laughs) it's gonna be cool
0: yeah that's gonna be very humbling probably in in all honesty to see then just the completed project laid out in front of us it's gonna be incredible um so so we know you're designing otherworld and we know and I'm, i'm gonna have you design the fairy folk yeah when when we are getting to the second half of the first release if you could design anything next what would it be
1: oh my gosh i am a sucker for fantasy so anything mystical Fantasy related, I'm all okay, for it. Okay. If it's, I okay. wouldn't mind um, challenging myself either. If it was something different.
0: Hmm. I mean, there's quite a few different fantasy style archetypes. Um, mm-hmm. The next plan is is to have like a surprise um, release at some point in the future where we have an entire set based on our based around a particular holiday that this is all the hints that we're going to give you on the podcast um and I definitely have one of those that I think you would be incredible at designing especially given how good you are at coming up with character designs of humanoids um Is it, are, are, humanoid creatures, are humanoid monsters something that you, you design a lot, that you like, to, you like to draw a lot?
1: That's something I would love to design for. I okay. feel like I need to do more, because I, I love that kind of stuff. When I see other artists do it, it's always inspiring to look at.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, you know what? Well, you and I haven't even talked about this. You do have to design one or two large creatures.
1: For um, one of
0: them, yes, for Otherworld. One of them is a leviathan, Ooh. and the other one is just a beast, which is called or a behemoth.
1: Oh, cool! Um, oh, yeah! And
0: I think, <clears throat> I think what you're going to do with those is going to be incredible.
1: I'm excited. Um, I I didn't know they were there. Now that I know, I'm already thinking.
0: I figured as much. I figured as much. It seems like as soon as I uh, I tell you guys about,
1: yeah.
0: uh, as soon as we like focus on one card, you guys immediately have a ton of ideas.
2: <laughs> um yeah.
0: I know. I I told Matt um, a little bit about Arthur's backstory when it mm-hmm. comes to the life he was living before the collision happened. Um, he seemed, he seemed really into that. I don't really have one for Otherworld aside from him being this monster that essentially decided he wanted to kill God, but I do have one for After that we could go into a little bit if you want to.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, um, you have the fairies and you have the Otherworld, and there's a reason for that. Uh, Originally, I wanted them designed in pairs because they were supposed to be either at war with each other or... Working together. Um, When I recruited Matt, I decided to change that because his presentation for the knights and the samurai were both so good that I I just couldn't say no. But they Mm -hmm. were not supposed to be designed by the same person. Um, It was supposed to be samurai and kitsune and then knights and dragons. Um, But he impressed me so much Mm -hmm. and, and he and I talked and discussed things through and he was like yeah i really want to work on this this is something that i've i've wanted to do i love doing feudal japan i love doing medieval uh europe these these are these are things that i would draw for fun this is yeah this is a great opportunity and so oh crap i completely lost my train of thought what was i talking about just before saying that matt redesign them. Oh, um, yes. So Otherworld and Fairies are at war. Mm-hmm. They exist on the same planet. Because yes. the king that was basically banished there. Um so he kills their god. Yeah. And the fairies are pretty 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 pissed off about that, I would say. <laughs> um but they're not strong enough to fight the Otherworld. So they retreat to collision to try and survive which they didn't realize it was a basically a hellish landscape yeah um but they had a unique type of magic that you and I have talked about before they essentially use runes um mm-hmm. well the reason that they're still being hunted by the otherworld king is those runes are god's words That's the reason that they have an effect on the world around them. Um, And they're universal. So for instance, um, all the deities within Collision speak the same language, essentially. So if you learn the word fire in deity, you can make fire appear anywhere because you actually are understanding the concept itself. Not even just the idea of what fire is, the physics behind that, how it works. You understand the concept of fire to mm. its utmost degree in order to use this ability, and that ended up leading to a whole little rabbit hole that I was working on um, with the samurai. So essentially, the the other world are the catalyst for a big chunk of the story just because one guy is super greedy mm-hmm. and their their style of warfare because essentially their bodies are absolute zero so just coming into contact with them can kill person, can kill a person yeah. so you basically have to try and kill them from a distance it's like fighting white walkers in uh, game of thrones
2: mm-hmm.
0: they're pretty difficult to take down you can kill them they can die but doing so is going to be very difficult and when you kill them, that life essence is just transferred back into the rest of the army. Oh. Well, the king is trying to hunt down the fairy folk in order to learn that language to essentially complete his divinity. Yeah. Because he can, he can see how the world works. He can understand how things are. He can even do magic things. But he's essentially doing it off of raw instinct.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's like an incomplete god. Yeah. But um, aside from that, I, I don't really know who they're going to war with most. Because I want to base that on the players. Yeah. So so if, uh, if, a, if the other worlds end up being one of the strongest decks in the game and they're basically taken down by the samurai, that would basically be the story, that the samurai yeah. came in and, and disrupted the whole, the whole system.
1: It's all based on the player.
0: Exactly. Um, so how do you feel about the reactive storytelling we want to use with the player base?
1: I think it would, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to see how that plays out.
0: I think yeah. I think it has some potential if we get it to work, because people will feel pretty engaged yeah. knowing that the games that they played essentially wrote the story. It's,
1: yeah, it's gonna affect everything.
0: Yeah, and it, it. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say that makes you feel like powerful. <laughs> you have an effect on what's gonna happen to all these archetypes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially um, with why we are doing that, because the response is essentially okay. So you write you the player, you listening, writes a story of the knights fight the dragons and the dragons win. Well, I mean, you can't kill all the knights, or else the knight archetype is dead. So how do the knights respond to that? Well, they build better weapons. They train harder. Maybe they learn a new magic of some kind.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then what does that look like is then the next update for the for the knights. So, for instance, when it comes to the other world, um, given how their mechanic works, there's, there's a very strong chance that they'll be one of the strongest decks in the game, um, which means that a lot of different... Um, strategies will be made for each archetype to try and fight specifically the other world and allow and that will allow us to essentially say like well basically everyone teamed up against the other world and they still didn't die so (laughs) the other world is so busy fighting against so many different armies that it can't advance any further Mm -hmm. but the other armies have developed other world specific equipment to take them down they're adapting and that, that, I think, the adaptability and versatility of the world that we're creating, I think, is our largest selling point when it gets to that point. To have a card game that evolves and it tells you the story of its evolution in real time, essentially, I've never seen that. I could be wrong. I, I, I mean, I haven't played every card game mm-hmm. um, but i've never heard of a game adapting like that ever like the the closest games i can think of are like skyrim or um <clears throat> assassin's creed 2 elden ring a little oh. bit does that it's games like that where where you can you can affect one one or two maybe up to seven major little cities and this isn't like that where you're you're actually living in that world and the world is evolving due to your actions. Yeah. But it is it is a little bit of a different scale because of how big it can be, the number of players involved and how that decision is formed. Does that make any sense or did I just ramble?
1: It, it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> it's okay to ramble okay, <laughs> um,
0: yeah I mean I, I don't really know how else to to explain it mm-hmm. how I want this to work you guys all seem to be really interested in it which makes me hopeful yeah. because I I hired you guys and I told you at every every step oh, hired I said hired I should have put quotation marks around that I, well technically I did anyways um <laughs> I got you guys on board to essentially tell this story, but I also told you, like, hey, do your best to remain a consumer at every step of the way. Like, if you if I say something to you and you're like, That sounds dumb, just literally tell me that sounds dumb. I prefer you have like better criticism than that, but I mean that sounds dumb is at least a starting point.
1: Oh no. (laughs) Gotta still keep it professional. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) True.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, if that's, if that's what it took to get the point across, like, hey, I don't like, I don't like this and I don't see how to fix it. Hey, that's what it takes. Because I want to create something that you, that you would play, you know, because you don't really play card games, do you?
1: No, but I definitely play this one.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, which reminds me, I need to get you some, some of the updated cards.
1: Yeah. The,
0: uh, the printed out versions with the. With the borders you created, well, that's another oh, thing we should probably talk about. You basically designed everything with the <laughs> game.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: the logo, I, the card, I, It took borders. me. I've I took me a, almost an hour to remember that. Yeah, you, you designed. You designed the logo. You designed the <laughs> borders. You designed. What else did you design? You designed. Uh,
1: did I? That was. Wasn't that
0: it? You technically. Or... You this technically designed the back of the card. Then. Because it's just oh. going to be the logo. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you basically designed all that. Yeah. Well, and and it you was your art. And you got to remember, it was basically your art that got this off the ground. Because um, wow. I, I basically showed everyone the images that you made. And I was like, I, I genuinely think that these images and our idea alone are enough to, like, get people interested in being, like, actually involved with the project. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it, it that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of the logo, um, the logo that you designed, it, it's it's beyond what I expected. Because I basically, I told you, basically take a yin-yang symbol <laughs> and turn it into a pinwheel <laughs> and then change the colors. And you're like, some okay. <laughs> and it turned out, it turned out, so good. It turned out exactly how I was imagining it in my head, and thank you that's for
1: that.
0: Good. Yeah. Um, it also has the the feeling that I was looking for personally because okay, You look good. at it and and you almost as a as a card game player, you look at it and you are like, "Did Magic get a new logo?" <laughs> and I think that's more or less what I was looking for. I mean, I don't want to piggyback on the success of other games or the look of other games too much which is the main reason we're going with this particular design style for the characters um but i'm, I'm not i'm yeah. not going to i'm not going to ignore nostalgia nostalgia is very powerful and it feels nostalgic despite being new which is really really great and oh, then good. the the card border it was even though it's so so simple which mm-hmm. I, I say that Light, lightly, because no, it's it, it, it is. it's simple in in the idea that it's direct and to the point. Yeah, because don't want it to be. It's still very.
1: Overly detailed, because it's just there exactly. to frame the art.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 just there, essentially, to tell you where to look. Yeah. Um. But it it's very well done. Like it's it's very it's very direct it puts everything where it needs to be it there's nothing distracting like it's literally there's a bar on the top and there's a mm-hmm. box on the bottom yeah and and you can see through that box
1: yep <laughs> it,
0: it makes it it makes it very streamlined for designing the cards because i essentially know like hey just dead center that's where the profile goes there you go <laughs> and mm-hmm. then that that's pretty much where that that dark souls idea comes in because with only part of the image being there, you'll be able to see that there's something else on the side that you can't Mm -hmm. see. And me as a consumer, I'd be like, okay, I need to see what the rest of this image looks like. Yeah. And then I'd look up the card and and I'm hoping that 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 will generate a lot more traffic onto the website and create a lot more engagement on that side.
1: Learn more about the lore and become more intrigued with the story behind these pieces
0: no definitely 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 well I do think we have run out of topics aside from Mm -hmm. your professional your your professional career which um I guess we can can get into uh what's your what's your degree in again
1: oh it's media arts and animation that's what I graduated with in bachelor's
0: Okay. What would you consider your expertise?
1: Uh, what I got into more would be concept art, like design. Concept art? Yeah. I, I did learn my background was supposed to be animation, but because of the amount of classes and I didn't put as much effort as I should when it came to animation, I know the basics, but it's not my expertise, yeah. I would say but
0: okay nothing wrong with that
1: yeah it's something i can still pick up again and try to get back into because it's definitely something i admire when i see animators in their work
0: i i know you and i were talking about uh jaden animation not too long ago yeah she's incredible
1: i know i love her stuff it's so good
0: so good um so have you? How long have you been doing character designs professional quote unquote professionally? Because you, profession. you were you were freelancer.
1: Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Cause per, no, freelancing is mean, professional.
0: Is yeah. it a different term? Um, no,
1: cause I, mean, I think
0: it, I think it's still professional.
1: Yeah, if you're a freelance okay. artist, it can, yeah, it's still professional. It okay, I wasn't sure long. if there was a different
0: term. Oh no! Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Please continue.
1: No, you're good. <laughs> I was. It hasn't really been that long. I would say for you, this is my first. I would say like professional job, with concept. Art. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, aside from yeah, like freelancing. Yeah. Um, which yeah. like as we just established, if you're a freelancer and you're listening, I was not saying that you are not a professional. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about like the like what's the actual term that you're yeah. supposed to use. I consider you very much a professional freelancing is honestly more professional than the other thing because you also have to get your own clients anyways moving on yeah. um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that's a surprise the the fact that you're so developed as a professional um, and you this is your first quote-unquote real project mm-hmm. um, is insane because you're very punctual you're very you're very precise you're very concise and um, you're, consi- you're very consistent. Um, you've never missed a deadline. You've never, you've never asked for an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, wait, that's untrue. You asked for an extension one time, but it was literally a couple of hours. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't even an extension. You just needed to get to your laptop. Never mind, I'm wrong. Oh,
1: what was it for? I can't even remember.
0: It, it. It. I think it literally was I sent you a text and I was like, hey, uh, did you send me this image? Oh, and you, you just hadn't you just hadn't hit send yet.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because I, I it was sitting in your mailbox. I remember you. that. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I tried sending you through my email and then it, it never sent. And then I saw it in my email in the drafts. I was like, you got to be kidding me.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. That's literally it, and that's that wasn't even your fault. That could have very well have been. I hit send, and then Google or whatever <laughs> mail service you use was like, "Nope, I'm just not. I just don't feel like it. I'm gonna sit on the couch."
1: It's not gonna send. <laughs> yeah. I hate technology sometimes. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh my gosh.
0: My entire day was almost ruined by a PS4 controller I got for my wife.
1: Today. <laughs> yeah, technology man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I I took it took me like an hour to get that thing to to work and literally everything I looked up for when it came to troubleshooting it was wrong it didn't work I had to basically come up with my own thing
1: (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that would frustrate me so much
0: um but it worked eventually and now now it's working just fine
1: that's good
0: um yeah technology can be a real pain yeah Um, (laughs) especially if it's a work
1: situation I hate that
0: yes oh yeah um when you're programming and your Visual Studios just decides to stop working for some oh, reason, oh god, it's yeah. the worst. I um the a couple of days ago I was writing code and I was running it and it wasn't it just wasn't running and I was like okay what's happening so I looked through it and I and I kept running <laughs> running it piece by piece because I wasn't getting I wasn't getting a single error that made sense, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: well, then I t- closed Visual Studios. And I opened it back up, and I ran it again, and it went it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it, perfectly. I was like, okay. Thanks, just, Visual Studio. It just takes
1: a little break, you know? Just gonna, yeah, just yeah. it down, it, 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 had, it had been again.
0: working too long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it gets tired. <laughs>
0: it does get tired. I don't know why it gets tired, but it definitely yeah. does. It, it's just like um, sometimes playing video games, you just like... Stuff stops working. You're just like, okay, time to restart the game. Maybe that'll work, and yep. it almost always does.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> just gotta reset the uh. PC. <laughs> it's all good.
0: I was hoping, I was hoping, learning more about programming, I'd be able to answer the question as to why that works. But literally, the best, the best example I have is sometimes cache data gets a little, little confused, yeah. and because of that, things stutter. But even that's usually not the issue. Uh, oh, uh, we have we have crossed the hour mark. I, I told you oh. around an hour. Um, so if you're if you're ready to get out of here, I will let you get out of here.
1: Okay. Yeah. If you want to wrap up, I'm cool with that. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Fine with I think that. we got hit some pretty good points.
0: We did. We did. Um. Yeah. Uh. As a, as I've said at pretty much all of these podcasts, this there will be updates about what's going on with the project on here, but this is more along the lines for people that are interested in us as individuals. Um, we're a company, but we're a mm-hmm. startup too, and we, we got to keep that in mind when it comes to making sure that everyone has careers when, when this is over. So getting people, pe- getting people's work out there, getting people's opinions out there, getting people's ideals out there is a great way to do that, and that's why these, these podcasts exist. So if you listened all the way to the end, I appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully, I didn't detract too much. Hopefully, it didn't annoy you. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: But uh, yeah, so thank you so much, Ashley. I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll have you back on before too long, and we, you and I, will probably be getting together for some of the other, other, video stuff that people can see. That's yeah. more along the updates side of things Um, but aside from that I don't really have much more to say do you?
1: no it was pretty good it was fun I enjoyed this and chatting about the game and the art I'm really excited yeah me
0: too it was a great time it was a great time Um, I hope you have a great night and I will talk to you later everybody bye sounds good